This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, back to the discussion. Antonio Pierce, does he deserve the full-time job? I think that's an unknown at this point. we got to see out the rest of the season. And it has to be some, I think, semblance of logic here. Because, again, earlier somebody asked me if I had a preference. And I don't have a preference. Because I don't know who the pool is. I don't know who the candidate pool is. And so you have to look at the fact that we don't know who might want the Raiders job. We're hearing this national narrative about how good the Charger job will be, which is completely, in my view, crap. It's coming from real people I respect in the NFL on national TV, radio, everything, because they look at Justin Herbert and they say, well, you got your quarterback. But in that situation, you have 40 million over the cap, a roster where your key positions are all veterans that you have to cut because you can't afford them, and you have the worst owners in football. So that aside, I think the Raider job is pretty appealing because you're going to be able to come in and get your quarterback, and we'll talk about Aiden O'Connell in a second. Um, But I do think that Antonio Pierce has a chance. But again, I don't agree with the fact that if he beats the Chiefs, that's enough. You've got to finish the season strong and see what happens. Because it's all, again, all about consistency. Two games is not consistent. Three games, I would say, is consistent. If they consistently perform over these of three of the four games or all four of the games, okay, then, you, then he's got an opportunity. But there are other people. We don't know who they are. You have to evaluate Antonio Pierce against those people. Any business who hires people has to evaluate one applicant over the other. You can't just like one applicant and, and pick them because – you, they have a personality trait or whatever, or they did great work for you in the past. It, it all depends on where you're going and what your plan is. So the Raiders have to have a plan. Mark Davis, we, we would hope, has a plan for what he wants to do with the future. And I just think that we don't know enough yet. So we'll see. But as I mentioned, the pros and cons. Like everybody sees all right, the positives about Antonio Pierce, but some of it's inexperience. Some of it is the fact that he hasn't had major experience running a team. Now he's doing it now. So that's why this means so much, running up to the end to see what he does. Um, the, other, the other question I have, he's got great connections to coaches. We heard a lot this week about how he's doing calls with Tom Coughlin. We saw Herman Edwards, excuse me, Herman Edwards. <laughs> Not Herman Edwards. He worked for Herman Edwards. At, uh, at uh, Arizona State, Marvin Lewis, sorry, Marvin Lewis in the box during the, the Charger game. And those are like advisors to Antonio Pierce. So he's great. He's got senior advisors that are helping him. The question is, can he, if he gets the job full time, can he recruit coaches that will help elevate every other level of the coaching staff through his relationships? I'm sure he's got great relationships, but there's different degrees of that. Guys who have more experience and have been around in the NFL longer and have held higher positions, tend to have deeper relationships and can convince guys to come there. We also don't know the GM situation. I've, the one thing I have advocated for is I think Champ Kelly deserves the shot. He's right there. I think he's done a good job. Look what he did bringing in Jack Jones. 
So with what little he could do the rest of the way, I think he's done a pretty good job so far. But again, I don't know the applicants. So we'll have to see on that one too. But as of right now, I think Champ Kelly gives you your best opportunity. Uh, but you, you can earn the job, yes. At the same time though, it's different when you start thinking about keeping things together and finishing out a year and then committing to somebody long-term to be the coach you want to build around. We've seen in Houston, for those of you who say, well, I don't want Pierce because he's, he's a defensive coach and it's, you know, the offense in the league is going crazy. We need an offensive-minded coach. Look at DeMarco Ryans in Houston, doing a great job. Coach of the year in a lot of people's eyes. It's hard to argue. They just won with a backup quarterback and a roster that, frankly, isn't that good, but they're staying in the thick of the playoff race in the AFC South. So you see that and you're like, okay, all right. So you don't necessarily have to have him. A lot of you talking about Dan Quinn. He would be a good candidate for Las Vegas. Yes, I mean, look, he got the, the Falcons to they were in the Super Bowl. And, and he's, he's brought in, I mean, Kyle Shanahan was his offensive coordinator in Atlanta. So clearly he's gotten uh, other coaches that are innovative to the next level. So even though he's a defensive coach, I understand that. So I think you're going to see that with amongst fans. If it's not Pierce, you're going to see fans go back and forth, offensive coach, defensive coach. And really, you got to look at the connections and what they've done. At least with Dan Quinn, you know what he's done in the past. And I think that you look at that, and, and Dupree, I think you look at Marvin Lewis and Tom Coughlin, you say building our identity. I don't think you can build identity from outside. I totally disagree with you. They're helping Antonio Pierce, but I look at Tom Coughlin's record, great record, but an old school coach doesn't work. That, that's, I'm not talking about the X's and O's, but the style of running the team is what you're seeing with Belichick in New England right now. It doesn't work anymore. Marvin Lewis, good coach, stabilized the Bengals. Did he really win there? No, didn't really take them to the next level, but he did set it up for Zach Taylor, who's now done that. So, so. Good, good guys. And I'm, you know, to have those as mentors, fantastic, especially from a leadership. I'm not even talking X's and O's. I'm just talking from a leadership a, a mentality perspective. Uh, you got to give it to Antonio Pierce for that. But that said, uh, again, I think that, I think that you have, you're going to be in this position of how you're going to decide how you move forward. And it's hard because Mark Davis admitted it in the interview he did last week that he's not always made the best decisions, especially when it comes to coaching. And then the last several years his father was alive, he didn't either. Need I say more, Lane Kiffin, right? So all these things that have happened. But I don't, I just, my issue is just with people who want to give a guy a job before it's over, before it's done, and before you know who else wants it. And I get the idea of inside somebody who understands the culture, who understands the team, understands the fan base. But I don't think that's enough. I think you have to wait and see. But either way, he has the great opportunity to do it. Um, and so I, I never remain, I know, I don't, I don't close my mind off to any possibility. I'll put it that way. I think some of you do. AJ, I see you in there too. Uh, but I do think though, it, 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 you're going, especially the thing to consider, and you brought it up, AJ, actually, in your chat, which is they have to go get a franchise quarterback. So you got to make sure you have the person, the staff, of course, the GM, to select the right guy to give you the best chance. Not everybody's going to work out. You just draft quarterbacks till you get the right one. That's how I would do it. 
So you look at you look at Aiden O'Connell, good game against the Chargers, technically sound everything. He, in my view, again, and I had somebody come on the the, the channel here and tell me, oh, what, what changed your mind on O'Connell? Now you say he's good, and before you were saying, I never said O'Connell's bad. In fact, I've actually been very very positive from the beginning with him. But you have to see his limitations. We we're talking about limitations with Pierce as a coach. O'Connell has those limitations too. He's not a overly dynamic. He's not a dynamic quarterback. He's a good quarterback. When he has the time in the pocket like he did against the Chargers, he's he can win you games. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no question that Aiden O'Connell is going to be a pro quarterback, is a pro quarterback. I just don't think he's the guy you're going to put your franchise's hand, or excuse me, you're going to put your franchise's fortunes into for the next 10 years. He's not that guy. He's just not that guy. Now, if he develops into that guy somehow, great. But is that what you're going to take a chance on? You want to wait three or four years to see if that comes true? No, you can't, especially in the division. So the Raiders need to pick a coach and a GM that are going to, that you can trust, will evaluate and make the best possible choice. Nothing's guaranteed. Best possible choice on your franchise quarterback. And you got to go get that quarterback in the first round this year. It's a deep, deep quarterback draft. So you don't have to be in the top five, by the way. I've been arguing with some of you over that. Don't have to be. Patrick Mahomes went at 10. The Chiefs traded up from 27 to 10 to get him, so they did trade up, but he was number 10. So there's going to be plenty of quarterbacks available in the first round the Raiders can go up. Yes, the higher you go, the more selective you can be. But I do think that the Raiders have to make a bet on somebody. They have to. Doesn't mean it'll work out, by the way. They could get a first round, go get a quarterback, and he doesn't work out. Happens all the time. You've seen it. Look at New York, the Jets. Look at New England, same thing. But you got to go. That's why it's so important, the selection of the GM, the selection of the coach. What system are they going to run? What offense are they going to run? That's why, for me, I lean towards selecting a, 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 an offensive-minded coach. Because I think if, if that someone is good, they can convince Patrick Graham to stay. Now, Patrick Graham will probably stay if Antonio Pierce stays. I'm guessing. I don't know that. You don't know that. But I do think you have to get a quarterback in the first draft. You need somebody who knows what they're doing to select that and then somebody who can develop a young quarterback. Actually, excuse me, let me take that back. Develop two young quarterbacks because Aiden O'Connell will still be there. So no matter what his role is. So you do that. You got to bring in two. And then I would go sign a veteran. So you have three quarterbacks in competition and you open it up, say, go. Rookie, O'Connell, and veteran, go. Whoever wins it, wins it. So... That's what I think they should do. That's why the coaching situation is so important is because you need the best guy who's going to teach, nurture, and bring along that young quarterback or young quarterbacks and be able to field an offense that's going to be able to score points and keep you alive in the AFC. It's tough. The AFC is tough. I mean, you see it. We're, 
the only team that's clinched a spot in the AFC right now is Baltimore last last night with their win over Jacksonville. It, it's cra- It's a bloodbath, as I call it. So you're going to have to find a way to do that. Yes, you got to have a good defense. I'm not arguing that. Yes, you got to have good offensive linemen, defensive linemen, absolutely. But you got to get the quarterback, plain and simple. And you can't convince me otherwise. So there it is. All right, we're going to take our final break for our audio, audio audience. Excuse me if I could spit it out. And for the video's crew, just stay right there. We're coming right back. When we come back, we're going to get to some of our mail and voicemail. So you might hear yourself a little bit coming up. We haven't done that in a while. By the way, again, Mo is off today. He will be back later in the week. A little vacation for him during the middle of the season or towards the end of the season here. So he'll be back again. Don't forget, please subscribe to the show audio-wise, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And then on YouTube, hit the subscription and the notifications bell. We're coming back right after this. It's Scott. This is Silver and Black Today. 